Welcome to the Trash Cats Trash Cast. I'm Richard. I'm Steven. And today is our freestyle episode, baby. Baby. But first, Steven, how was your week? <laughs> My week's been okay, man. I'm uh I'm all set up over here. I'm ready to record. I got my my caffeine mints, my my protein shake, my vape, my dip, <laughs> my multivitamins, and a little demon cat running around. Yeah, fucking demon cat, man. I know. I'm so, uh, dude. She's been great. I'm so happy I got her. But she is a rascal. She's just running around destroying everything she can. It's been a blast, though. But but she's so pretty. Yeah, those stripes. She can get away with anything. Yep. So man, this week just been uh putting job applications out. I got this uh this lady Bonnie helping me out. She's a little headhunter. Look for jobs for me. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to Bonnie. Thanks, Bonnie. We'll see what she does. I'm not sold yet, but she <laughs> she's working for me. And then uh it's might just have to be a new hashtag. <laughs> fuck Bonnie. <laughs> hey. We, we, we can't say fuck Bonnie yet. We'll, we'll see. Time yeah. will tell. Uh, been selling these Pokemon cards, hustling them out. I sold a first edition German Venusaur to some dude in Switzerland yesterday, mm. making some cash and just been working on art and writing, man. It's been good. Fuck yeah, man. What about you? What's the latest? Um, work, mostly, <laughs> still. That's always my my gig. Um, but I'm jobs. still enjoying it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't suck. And, um... You know, we're even we're looking forward into the um, the winter months. You know, uh, smoothie truck doesn't do too good in Michigan in the winter, so uh, we're looking at different ideas we can do for that. Some hot um, chocolate and donuts you mentioned. Yeah, man, that would be fucking huge. It would be something we can make, and and you know, we don't have like you know burners or anything, but we could get an induction burner that would hold shit hot enough for us. And you know, as far as the the donuts go. We get uh you know access to a fucking uh what's it called commissary kitchen, fuck yeah, crank shit out and in batches and and we'd be fine, dude. That's awesome. That was my demon cat making noise. She's legit a terrorist, <laughs> but dude, that that's so cool that you basically like they liked you so much you created your own job. Yeah, that's that's more or less where it, you know it kind of came in, and he was kind of open about that at the beginning and i wasn't really sure how i was gonna want to approach that because i there are a bunch of different things that i was considering getting into um you know after after the summer after this you know kind of wore down and you know i could probably get into something else and learn a new skill and that would be cool but the money is really good here right now and the work's really not bad yeah um I know it's going to pick up really hard over the summer and it's going to slow down in the winter sometime. And, and, you know, I might not be able to get a full, you know, 40 every week, but you know, he's, he's kind of pushing that he's, he's trying to make that a possibility and trying to make that a thing for me. So, um, uh, let boy, you, you know, let you do whatever keeps you yeah. busy and makes them money and just kind of let you do your thing. It's kind of a, a win-win situation for me where I can get to be creative and also, get paid for it dude that's outstanding so that's cool well um you got any uh honorable mentions before we get sure as fuck i do not all right i'm gonna shout out this is my dude uh brandon isaac and uh we actually went to school with him and i i didn't know him well at all yeah i feel bad because i super don't remember him yeah um but i was 
pretty checked out the last couple years of school anyway so yeah we were we were always me and him were always chill but i we just didn't cross paths all that much but uh you know since high school different art stuff has put us in touch and uh he is a rapper that does some really cool authentic stuff uh this track we're gonna play as our outro is called dirty water um so if you guys listen to it later and want to check him out his uh website is the sketches of healing.com he uh he's also a comedian you know stand up stuff but man his 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 music's fucking dope man i fucking yeah, love this song we're gonna play it later it's really good you know it's like we've mentioned this before like we're both picky about hip-hop and shit so that's uh that comes as a high high compliment yeah super cool too he's a he's a teacher for uh cincinnati public schools and uh he had one of his like young students who wanted to get into music and he shot a music video for him and it's actually pretty fucking good too uh, yeah man this kid's name is uh uh don dada um I may be saying something wrong, but we'll, we'll link to his Facebook later on in the post or Instagram in our posts. But uh, super cool stuff. Looking forward to playing that later for sure. Fuck yeah, man! So what you what uh, what you've been thinking about this week? What's your your uh, your main thoughts on uh, that? That's been plaguing your mind, man. I don't know. I I really don't want to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> heard (laughs) dude i really like what i'm doing right now and uh i don't know it sucks it's obviously no excuse but like my mental health does absolutely terrible if i'm in a job i hate and so far this uh job hunt experience is i I really think what i the first job i get in this new career is not going to be what i want to do oh absolutely not no but first, the first one's never gonna be it. Yeah, but I'm I'm but, not gonna give up on it. Just uh, sucks, man. I just want to do shit like this and working on art and writing creative shit and not give a fuck about money. But I'll tell you what, man, we uh, we uh, you know, get any bigger here? I'm I'm if if we could at one point if we can make a Patreon where we can at least, I mean, pay some bills, not even all of them, just just some. some. That'd be cool, man. That would be great. From our uh, <laughs> unknown rapper reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We were talking about that last episode, just going on YouTube and doing like long ass thorough reviews on any random rapper we can find just for fun. Just hit up so- hit up random sound clouds and fucking tear them apart. <laughs> Shit, what, what's been going through your head? Um, I mean, I kind of a lot of the same. Um, it's like, I, I really enjoyed this job because I, there is so much free time. And like, like I said, there's other stuff that I was considering getting into, but man, it would take so much work. And I just kind of don't feel like doing it. Yeah. You know, like I was talking about getting into like carpentry or something. And it's like, man, actually, you know, with, with the kind of time I have right now outside of my work, I could get into it myself. You know, I don't have the tools, but I, I know people with them, you know, and I can schedule shit to kind of teach myself shit like that. So that could be fun still. Yeah. Um, getting into drawing again. Um, I told you I've been getting ideas together for a potential merch situation. 
Yeah, I'm excited for us to figure these out because I think they'll be really fun. Um, you know, and also I was thinking about you know with this, uh, we were just looking at a house earlier today. Um, I know I've mentioned it before. Like my mom and I are kind of looking for a duplex situation because it would be so so convenient. Um, as a you know opposed to both of us having separate locations from where we're at now, it'd be so much cheaper, and we could put in the time and you know make it nice, and then. You know, if worse, you know, the, I guess best case scenario is, you know, one of us could still move out of it and the other person could rent, right. you know, the other apartment and it would, you know, pay for itself. Yeah. So that would be fucking huge, you know, if we could get that, that together. But, um, the, uh, the place we just looked at today has a big enough kitchen that I could like film shit in the kitchen. Dude, that, that's um, awesome. It looked really cool. That yeah. all, all the wood was really nice and it's, you know, it's old school. It's an older home, but you know, it's got gas burners in it. That's fucking huge. Yeah. Um, I've wanted that for a long time. Um, but you know, I, I've been approached by so many people to do some kind of, uh, you know, cooking instructional kind yeah. of thing. Even if it's like basic prep, I think a huge one is like how to cut up, um, fruits and vegetables just like basic cuts of like how to do a massive quantity of something at once like cleaning you know cutting up a watermelon you know everyone usually cuts the whole thing in half and whatever and you know then they don't know what to do with the rest of it kind of thing you know they kind of fidget with it and end up cutting themselves or some dumb shit so like i can make it really easy some basic series yeah you know this is this is how a chef does it and i know there's some of it out there but you know i'll just do it better fuck yeah I'm, Fuck I, Jamie Oliver. Dude, once we get the, the spot for it, I'm down to record, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Trash Cat, uh, Trash Cat's Kitchen. <laughs> Trash Cat's Culinary Creations. Do a P-Hill st- Stew series. Oh, dude. The dankest ramen ever. We'll, we'll, invite, uh, we'll invite Hood Meals on. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Did you watch that fucking video where I he brought his did. fucking air fryer to Bubba Gump? <laughs> Dude, I couldn't do that with a straight face. He's he was so like legit about it too. It's fucking natural entertainment. <laughs> he gets paid too. How Apparently so? he I guess he generates revenue through TikTok and shit. I don't know. Oh dude, his audience is so big. He makes a, a full living off of it. That's huge. Man, the- you, you know he don't live in that fucking house. <laughs> Probably not. With the broken ass, I mean, it's, you know, probably takes off the fucking hinges before he records and shit. That would be interesting. I don't know how big his base is. Now, now after I said that, I'm not sure. He's in the millions. Then, yeah, he's making money. He could still live there, though. Maybe. It's interesting, man. It's like some of these people, like, are making so much fucking money and other people are like... It's not really working for him. Like there, there's a couple people I follow that like have a couple hundred thousand followers or viewers, and they they're like stepping away from their their work because they're not able to make enough of a living. Yeah, that's wild. It's real weird how it works. the The streaming stuff has been very lucrative for people because they can get the live donations. Yeah, that's pretty big too. And that seems um, to work really well. 
the fucking Joffy people, they make some decent money. Yeah. Um, all through their Patreon, because they have, um, especially the two of them um, that are dating, they have uh, the Patreon income, and then they also stream video games on the side, like two days a week, and they fucking make bank doing that. See, that that's the thing, is if you have... if. If the community you've cultivated like actually cares about you on a personal level that much, it's like you don't you don't need that many people to support your goals to survive if if you have a really good honest following kind of thing. Right. So speaking of which, uh Drawfi, are you working on any creative stuff lately? Um besides the um the T shirt design stuff, not really. Um I was working on some stuff for like D and D shit um, earlier this week. I'm, I'm putting together a new character because mine always die. <laughs> uh, I just made it back alive in our last session, and I you got one health left, right? Yeah. Or is that me? Um, that's you that has one. Yeah, I missed I, my guy D&D. almost bit it. I I had to uh, I had to dive through the gelatinous cube to try to save you i almost died um so that was cool but um so i've been working on that that's always fun that feels creative to me um it definitely is it's not uh like necessarily creating your own thing but it's definitely using all the same uh like thought patterns or brain engagement I think I, I might have told you about this character design. I'm doing a. It's basically going to be a bard that's not a bard. Okay. It's going to be a sorcerer, um, but he just does really shitty basic magic, um, <laughs> like, like non-attack magic. But yeah, he's going to do like prestidigitation, and um, I had some other dumb shit that he could do that's like kind of helpful sometimes, maybe. But like, like all of his stats are going to be trash. His charisma is going to be you know out through the roof. Um, but I'm basing it on uh, Joe Bluth from Arrested Development. Oh my god, dude, that's fucking hilarious! It, it's his character fucking useless except for you know minor shit. It's an illusion. Yeah, it's illusions. <laughs> Tricks are for whores. Yeah. <laughs> his character is so fucking good, man. Yeah, he's a really funny dude too. Some some forget me nows. <laughs> How did we not mention that on our memory episode? Yeah, they can forget me now. Oh my god! What was it? it was like fucking GHB or some shit? It was like- yeah, GHB pills. He just—he was in a roofie cycle. He got him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the zannies are like, man. Jesus. Oh. Um, I know you've been working on some art this week. I oh, yeah, I've been trying to. I, I've I've kind of had to adjust to a slower pace, but I'm. I'm staying uh, slow but steady, which is good. I finished up uh, finished up that piece I was showing you yesterday, and I really liked how that one came out. Good. I feel like stuff like that where it's like uh, more tragic-y. For, to me, that piece felt darker than something that is like, like gore-based or aggressive. Those like sad... Um, like the implication of violence is stronger than violence. It's that kind of that sort of deal. Yeah. You know, God, this. I hope. 
I don't know how much is, this is going to show up in the recording, but she's making so much noise. <laughs> it's cute, though. You hear the little pitter-patter of the paws. I don't even know what she's doing. Like, if I gave her catnip or uh, extra food, she just knocks over the whole bowl and then chases the food around everywhere. <laughs> fucking adorable. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I've been uh, d- just staying steady with art. Um I'd like to be doing more, but I also really enjoy the slow process because I'm le- I leave my computer going all the time, and I just get on there and do a little bit here and there, like a couple times throughout the day, and I- I'm managing to get like one or two pieces done a week, opposed to something like every day or every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of satisfying because I get more time to put in to the individual pieces. And then I've also been writing at night, and that that just feels good. I don't know if what I'm writing is any good or not, but it feels good. Yeah, I don't know either until you fucking send me some of it. I know. So I was going to send people some stuff early, and now I'm, I kind of, there's no, like, there's some minor twists involved in the plot, and I don't. I don't know if I want anyone to read until they know where it actually goes. You know what I mean? Oh man, that's how you build suspense. I know. I'm, I'm cliffhangers, gonna, dog. I got to do so much editing too. Right now, everything's unedited, so I need to like clean up like a first chunk of something and start sending, get some feedback. I got like ten to twenty thousand words. Now, how's your? Um How's the you're adjusting to a different schedule? How's that affected your sleep schedule? My sleep schedule is just crazy, bro. I'm just like a lot of it's like 6 a.m. I'm going to bed some nights. Still okay, that's fucked. Yeah, uh, the cat has probably helped a little bit. I'm, I think I'm going to bed a little bit earlier because she's wearing me the fuck out. Actually, they do man, especially because yeah. you don't have it. Uh, you don't have it mingling with the other one yet. Yeah, no. Hey, if you're cool with it, I think I'm actually going to put her up real quick. Yeah, go for it. I feel like she's making a little too much noise. <laughs> Fucking edit point. Yep. I'll be right back. What are you doing? I thought you were going to be cool. You are terrible. So Cat's away. Cat is away. What? God damn. She's been quiet. She was asleep. As soon as we start recording, she starts making all the fucking noise. Oh, of course. Of course. My <laughs> my cat is now on a sleep schedule that is um she's awake all night playing with the with the little one. Yeah. Like he'll he'll be awake for, you know, a few hours and then he'll go in, you know, my mom's room and fall asleep for like an hour or so. And then he like wants to play again and like he'll wake her up. There's like a cycle of like she she wakes up and then kicks him out of the room because he's fucking around. And then he comes back in and plays with my cat. Um, and so she just sleep. They both just sleep all day long. And most of the time we're not here anyway. So it's like, whatever. And they don't wake us. They don't wake me up at night. So I'm not really worried about it. Right. Um, is, does your cat like the younger new cat? Yes. Yes. She very much does. That's um, awesome. She definitely took a little while to get used to him. And he's got a lot more energy than she does. Right. So he wants to play all the time um, and she wants to play with him, but she also uh, very quickly gets fucking sick of the shit. <laughs> and, um, you know, he'll eventually, uh, cause he'll like jump up on her and like, 
like jump around her neck and like put her his hands around her neck and shit and like try to tackle her and he's not big enough to take her down yet. Um, so it's mostly just annoying and an inconvenience for her and she'll like <laughs> whop him and fuck around with him and you know they're not like clawing each other or anything but you know she plays pretty nice with them. Yeah. But then she gets pissed and she'll fucking hiss at him and growl at him and you know and then he you know uh, kind of stumbles off and fucks around with something else instead or goes you know goes lay lay down or whatever gives her some room but they're they're chill they're chill. oh yeah absolutely they just follow each other around and shit and we've finally caught them sitting next to each other and like laying down next to each other like when they're not playing really and just kind of like looking out the window and whatever so that's awesome yeah i also caught them coming out of my mom's room today when we got home and so that means they were either laying next to each other or close enough to each other they were sleeping. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm actually uh, cat sitting right now for somebody also. They're oh and, cool. Yeah, the cats aren't here. But I would, but I'm driving to go take care of somebody's mm. cats right now. So there's like so much cat in my life right now. I I I am a little short tempered with it, but I love it. <laughs> But they're so cute, though. Oh, they're the best. She slept. She's been sleeping with me, which has been cool. But uh, fuck, man. Have you seen uh, any good uh, media stuff lately? No. Um, I, if anything, I've been listening to a lot less podcasts than I usually do. Um, and I, I've been listening to music. If anything, um, uh, that counts. The um, it's all like old pop punk shit. Mm-hmm. That's just what I kind of fuels me in the morning. Um, well, actually, I, I've been rewatching Lost with my mom. That's been good. She's never watched it before, so it's a trippy fucking show, man. It really is. I fucking love it, though. It's it's a fun one. That's one of like the only like one of the few shows from that time that like I totally get why a lot of people would hate it, but it also like. Even if it got awfully absurd at times, it always kept you engaged and questioning. And yeah. for me, that I value that highly. So that show, you know, became, yeah. it was a fun watch. I definitely agree that I can see where it's not everyone's cup of tea, but yeah. it's it's exactly what I'm looking for. It, like, I, I know I've I know I've mentioned it before. Lost gave me nightmares because I would binge watch it. I would like damn near coming late for work because i'm like watching it all day then get home and then binge watch it till you know two three o'clock in the morning and then go to sleep um and then i'd have these fucking weird dreams about being on the island and shit or just weird shit happening and i know it was all because i was you know uh, um submerging myself into it right um but i i'm down to do it again i fucking love that show yeah Every every time you get an answer, you get fucking five more questions. It's like a hydra; you just keep lopping off heads, and they keep growing back. I was just uh, I started this documentary last night called uh, "The Perfect Weapon." It's on HBO, um, and it's really good so far. I didn't get a chance to finish it yet, but it's about. Uh, are you familiar with the Stuxnet virus? No. So that that's. 
you know, like, like computer virus. Yeah, it was like the during the whole two K thing. There, like mm-hmm. during those years, there were all those huge viruses that there was like the Da Vinci virus, the the something worm. Like there were all these big ones, but Stuxnet was the one. It was the first time a, a computer virus was ever used um, as like an offensive weapon. So that's mm. this virus was the beginning of the like insert a USB into somebody's computer and hijack it kind of thing. Oh, sick! That was it was kind of the first big ones, right? So the FBI uh, claims to have developed it, but more than likely a hacker developed it and they you know busted the person or bought it or or some shit. But the FBI takes credit for Stuxnet. And uh, you know, Edison takes credit for the light bulb, but right. So, uh, you know, when we went to war over the weapons of mass destruction, the nuclear program, I always get it confused. Iraq or Iran was building, uh, let me let me look it up the nuclear. Uh, they had nuclear test sites and shit. Also, I I do have to stop you because people are gonna roast you for saying nuclear. It's nuclear. N- nuclear. I'm never gonna say it right either. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was uh, Iran where they were doing tests, and we infiltrated their systems with the Stuxnet virus and made it look like they're nuclear (laughs) nuclear program was doing really well but the program actually was making uh their centrifuges spin up too fast and then too slow but on their equipment the readings would be that they were perfect and over time this would cause the centrifuges to destroy themselves Oh, wow. And that's, we ended up using that information to help justify the war, basically. So it's a documentary about how we got viruses into these different countries and the effects that they had. And it's very interesting so far. Cyber warfare. Yeah. Good old cyber warfare. I mean, I know it's like not an even like a new thing, but it sounds like so futuristic it sounds like you know the 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 next matrix movie well dude that's so that particular facility was air gapped which is when there's no internet so the only way it could have made it into the facility is if like somebody was bribed or uh, forcibly made to like sneak in a usb or some shit and put it into a computer so now we're finding out that they had the technology 20 years ago, but they have systems now that can beam code wirelessly into computers. Oh, damn. And it's something from like six miles away. So fucked up shit. Yeah, you don't even have to physically be present. And that, like now they might be able to do this from satellite and shit. So somebody could fucking beam some weird shit on your computer and hijack your plant shit uh it's very interesting i'm saving that excuse right the aliens beamed it into my computer (laughs) the aliens (laughs) the aliens 
I didn't make that propaganda picture. <laughs> <laughs> I finally deleted that off my computer. <laughs> it's never going to see the light of day. I feel like someone probably, I'm probably on a list somewhere. Dude. I made a, I made a, a thing using a terrorist uh, logo and I switched out the building in it for the, <laughs> it, it was the, what was it the courthouse or the, um, some fucking federal building. Yeah. It just made a American version of it. And I realized it looked, it looked too good. It looked too much like something too you'd see on a mega poster or something. It's like, <laughs> Dude, I, I, I think we've talked about it a little before, but I'm like, so I'm, we're both for sure, but I, I, I spend a lot of time, um, both researching and in the alt right and like neo Nazi, uh, world because i hate it so much and Mm -hmm. uh so i spend some time on the boards to see like what the fuck's going on and for a long time i've been really tempted to like do the undercover thing because i think it would be so interesting and i I think i miss the adrenaline of how i used to be (laughs) i want to be an undercover nazi or some shit there you go, man. Just start shit. Dude, I was just or You don't even have to start shit. You'd have to wait for someone else to kind of light the fire, and then you just kind of feed it until they fucking but that, all that, get sent to prison. That's the thing is, like, a lot of people do that. It's the same with the, the pedophile world. There's a ton of people that pretend to be children to lure people out. There's a ton of people on these Nazi forms that pretend to want to be involved, and you're definitely putting yourself in a risky position but um, there was like the London nail bomb attacks was it was just some dude pretending to be a Nazi that caught the bomber. Like it is a it Damn. is a there is a whole network of informers and just like a social justice people involved in trying to prevent these groups from reaching their goals. Um, it's doing God's work. It's fucking dope, man. Yeah. Um, I just saw one, uh, there was a big bust in Australia. They, and the bust was not nearly as big as they acted like it, but just like the, the Stuxnet where the FBI was involved, there was also a, uh, a cell phone that started like 10 years ago. And it was like a, I think it was a Google pixel, but it was modified that it wouldn't email or connect to the internet. So it had like an air gap feature and it all connected to a private uh, satellite that was supposedly run by a criminal. And it turns out the FBI busted some dude and told him for lenient sentencing to say that's what was happening. And dude, there were over 10,000 of these, 10,000 phones that the FBI was creating for criminals them thinking that it was a private network of communication. Wow. And they just raided 800 people this week. And they didn't get as big a bus out of it as you would think they would, but they did get quite a few things. There were like 25 attempted murder plots, a couple hundred pounds of coke, some human trafficking shit, a ton of weapons. But for as many criminals had these private phones you would have think they could have got something bigger out of it in a way, but yeah, it's a pretty interesting way to be proactive against organized crime. 
yeah. that's that said, I'm very pro crime. <laughs> <laughs> What's and, wrong with crime? What's wrong with crime? <laughs> you have a little crime as a treat. Little crime as a treat. You got to do that's a little right. bit. You can't be totally straight laced, right? You know, you got to jaywalk every now and then. Not in China. Just don't fucking litter. Yeah, litter. That, really that pisses shitty. me off. Yeah. Because it's not like there's not a trash can, you know, fucking everywhere. I would rather watch somebody commit Grand Theft Auto than litter. I'll say. Yeah, no, same. Yep. Rob your car, burn your house down. I don't care. As long as it's not my litter. car. <laughs> <laughs> Smokey the Bear's gangster as fuck. Dude, people he, are. He, I was going to say, here's a fan theory. Talk oh, about Bigfoot shit. for a second. What if what if Smokey the Bear was Bigfoot? Is Bigfoot starting all the fires with his cigarettes? And then and then saying don't start forest fires? <laughs> That's his alter ego. He has to make up for all of uh, his wrongdoing, so he feels real bad and does this campaign. Dude, people are shitty with their cigarettes. Their cigarette butts. Oh God, yeah. I never got that. I smoked That's so much so of, long, of, of trash on the street and, uh, and in you know fucking landfills and shit is this fucking cigarette butts. Yeah, and that it's like there's no reason it shouldn't be biodegradable too. Yeah, that's the other thing. There's a couple brands that are probably out of business by now, but one in particular was uh uh the cigarette butts were biodegradable and had seeds in them. So you Oh, that's slick. You're meant to litter them. I thought that was kind of cool. I doubt I don't know how many of those plants grew cuz they probably grew with cancer. <laughs> yeah. It's like a mutated like <laughs> Mario plant. <laughs> that, what, that's my the cigarette name of the, tree. The fucking Venus flytraps, there's a name for them. Piranha plants. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I wish I had a cigarette tree. A cigarette tree. <laughs> Grow my own cigarettes. <laughs> Be beautiful. Makes me think all the time. I was talking about, um, I heard somebody say pepperoni earlier this week, and I thought, man, I can't I can't hear the word pepperoni now without thinking of Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. He's fucking walking down the street one scene. He, he sees a thing of pepperoni and a pack of smokes on the side of the road. It's like, who who leaves perfectly good pepperoni pack smokes on the side of the road? Someone fucking throws a net over him. Like, <laughs> like an old cartoon trap. Just <laughs> so niche and specific for his needs. Just <laughs> Oh, my God. Dude, like, anytime my family will, like, go on vacation or something, my mom, like, She'd always try to treat us like everybody gets 20 bucks, whatever, you know, for the afternoon or whatever. And she'd always call it candy and cigarette money because <laughs> that was the joke. That's obviously what my 20 bucks is going to go to. So now it's been years, but anytime she gives even my little sister money, she's like she jokingly says candy and cigarette money. Nice. That's funny. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> Just some Skittles and Marlboro Reds. <laughs> One of my favorite stories of working in the kitchen was somebody that insisted to come back and he had to talk to the chef. He just had to. 
just had to do he was it was so important to and we were like you know we're in the middle of service like can he wait for a little bit and they're like oh, yeah, yeah he'll wait he, he's got a he's got some time okay. so uh but he finally came back into the kitchen you know after all this build up and he was like this was the best meal i ever had you know this was a fantastic experience this restaurant's great you know you guys are really doing great work everyone on our table loved it you know i just wanted to make sure i shared some love with you guys and he had a bill in his hand and he went to shake my my chef's hand and as he slipped it to him my chef said he saw he saw you know a, a one and a zero and he's like oh man these guys give me like a hundred dollar bill or something like from what he's doing and how he's acting like slipping me a hundred dollar bill yeah and then he you know he's like thanks you know i'll share this with my crew you know i really do appreciate it this you know this is huge we really appreciate it and uh the I guy left and he happen. looked at the bill it was ten dollars he's like <laughs> just like here kid go buy a pack of smokes <laughs> so cool as fuck though yeah it's it's something you know it's like this was the greatest experience i ever had hey go go buy yourself a pack of smokes and a candy bar kid that's the type of thing i would do when i was like nodded the fuck out and was up on cash (laughs) that's exactly the kind of dumb shit i would do do like an over meaningful gesture and then under deliver (laughs) yeah Best food I ever ate. Here's six dollars. <laughs> I got uh, uh I went through um back when I was making um a little bit of money at Joe Bar, I I went to uh a place it was at a Taco Bell and it was um it was really late at night and uh it was like a snowstorm had just started and uh I pulled up and they they said uh like we can take your order, we just might be a minute, there's only two of us here, you know, and uh we got a couple other people that are supposed to be here, but they didn't show up. I was like, Hey, I just got off of work. I've been through that situation. That sucks. I'm sorry. You know, I take your time, do your thing. And yeah. I, I pulled up to the window and, uh, I had money then. So I, you know, I gave them like a 40 bucks and I was like, here, you guys need this. Like that sucks. You got to work. And like, it's just going to be, cu- you know, packed down with snow by the time you get out of here. And that's going to suck. Like, I'm sorry. I don't have more to give you. That's probably the most charitable thing you know, personable, charitable thing I think I've ever done. You know, you know, just to hand somebody that kind of money, like in person, 40 bucks. Yeah. $20 a person. It's not, that's really not that much, but it's it's, when they're not expecting it, that's huge. Yeah. It's a super nice. And to, to a person that can be super meaningful. Yeah. And they were, they were both like, um, I really, you know, like not, you know, really surprised and like, oh my god, like thank you. Like they both came up to the window and like, you know, they had a, a line of cars behind me and they they stopped what they were doing. Like thank you so much. This is huge. Yeah, dude. We I would get tips uh, doing building pools, and you know, most of the time you don't get anything. So a lot of times you get like twenty bucks, but you're also building, you know, a pool somebody spent at least five to ten grand on yeah. whatever. They're above ground pools, so they're, they're not the, the super expensive. But uh, I mean, sometimes people would tip close to two hundred bucks, and you're like, you know, when you you only make a hundred bucks building a pool for ten hours, dying in the sun. Somebody tipping you that much means a fucking lot. Yeah, that's right on time, man. Yeah, you know, and they that they probably see it that way. It's like this is a a place where I'm going to be spending, you know, a significant amount of time. This is a living space for me. Yeah, there's a lot you know, of that's nice. 
generous people out there. It's just they're they're hard to find sometimes, you know. Yeah. Not to find, but you don't see yeah people being generous as often as sometimes people are or whatever. But man, I, did, I know I like crazy good at sit down restaurants, man. Say that again. If I have like a server or something, and or you know, I go to a place that has like a tip jar or whatever, I tip crazy good. Oh, I know you do. I go broke over that shit, <laughs> dude. That's the thing though. Like if. Like anytime I'm flush, which is rare, like uh, I, it feels good to, to share, share the love kind of thing. Yeah. It's gone so quick. What the fuck is money, man? It's just fun tickets. What the fuck is money? Oh yeah. Our whole economic system is garbage. <laughs> Supply and demand, dog. That's the thing though. Is we don't, it's we competition. Don't even, it's fake money. It yeah, sucks. Yeah. It matters so much though. You know? Yeah. Food should be free. Health insurance should be free. And we should all just make art. <laughs> and nothing all just get make done. art and <laughs> plant gardens. Yes. We could have had that. Motherfuckers so? had to go to war. People had to get religion involved. Now, here's a mixed thing. Because we're both anti-religion. Mm. And I would say generally anti-war. Would you agree yeah. with that? Not always, but generally, right? Mm. Do you think that... I think there will always be war, though. I agree. I think that the the problem of violence because of religion is absolutely Agre- absurd. Yeah. It's egregious, and it needs to... It's, it's one of the biggest reasons for war. Even if even in the U.S., it's like so much of the moral compass shit that leads to uh, you know people's reasoning for things is based on religion, rather than like this is a good thing to do or that's a you know this is a shitty thing to do because it's a shitty thing to do, rather than you know they uh, think like oh this is a shitty thing to, or this isn't the right thing to do because. My Bible tells me so. Or, you know, my, my church group tells me so. Right. So here here's a question. Yeah. So what what is the, like, lefties in general, I feel like, you know, peace, love, whatever, people want to avoid wars, I generally agree, but where's the fucking line? When a, a war, like religious reasons, are absolute garbage. But when the fuck is a war justifiable? Um, I would argue that it's justifiable when human rights are being, um, are are being you know stepped on. Um, but even then, it's like, is it? But should comes- we be policing the the globe? No, that's another thing. I I think it's 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 hard. That's I mean you know you're asking, that's the tough questions. I know because I don't think we should be policing the globe either. But at the same time, we went to war with Germany for very good reasons. Yeah, but I will say we also went way too fucking late. We knew it was happening. Yeah, it was like six months a year before we did anything. Um. I- I think it's fair to, to, to culminate it to, 
you know, if human rights aren't protected, if, you know, anywhere until it's everywhere kind of thing, it's not, you know, so yes, it's, it's, it's hard to say, should, you know, should we police the world, but the, the other, you know, the world should police itself and that gets hairy with areas where religion is law and it's like well we have to protect this culture or whatever and it's like no we kind of don't though right you know if you're trying to pro if you're trying to make progress you need to be progressive and not stick with this thousand you know multi-thousand year old shit way of thinking well to to that point i think we should be at war with china i don't know enough about the uh, issues to make comments on it the the Uyghur stuff is just out of control man the the one of the craziest i'm probably going to get the numbers wrong but one of the the most compelling pieces of evidence um this was during trump's presidency it's probably been nine to twelve months ago there was a ship so when the, the Uyghurs go to the the different camps the women often have their heads shaved and they'll do hysterectomies, abort babies, and like make sure they can never have kids again, right? Uh, they would use the hair for wigs to be sold to different countries to make into wigs, right? Mm-hmm. So during Trump's presidency, uh, and to his credit, he did deny it entry into the country there was a shipment of 170,000 pounds of human hair being imported into California from China's camps. And the U.S. decided that we weren't going to allow it in. But we also aren't doing anything about where right. it came from. To me, that that is pretty fucking compelling. But yeah. I also think there's, yeah, there's so much that needs to be done here. um, It sucks. It's it's hard to say we should focus our efforts elsewhere, knowing that there's a lot of atrocities going on in the world. When there's so much here that I think it's like get your house situated first, then go help your neighbor. You know, apply your own mask before helping others. That's a very good argument. Did you see how many mass shootings we had this weekend? No, I stopped paying attention to that because it was too many. Dude, just this last weekend, there were 10 mass shootings, which means at least four people had to be shot. We had 10 last weekend. It hardly makes the fucking news. It's fucking wild, man. It sucks, dude. And it sucks because I don't, like, I fucking hate this country. I don't want us to go to fucking war in China. You know, like, I know we're not going to make all the right decisions. So it's like the world fucking, the world just sucks and you just have to find a way to navigate it and, like, mitigate as much bullshit as possible. That's it, you know, and there's so much of it that's like, you can't, you can't be, at least the way that I've found my happiness is you can't be up on every, every, you know, atrocity in the world because that what you're doing to your brain at that point when you're inputting all of that shit into your head, it's only fucking you up. You know, it's important to be knowledgeable about certain things that matter, of course, but 
when you bury yourself in it constantly, you need to find some, some place where you can put it down and, and find, find comfort, find an area of, of rest, at least for a minute so that you can be a human being yeah. so that you can be a person. Otherwise, you know, you're, you're doing to yourself what others, you know, are, are being put through. You're, you're, you know, depriving yourself of humanity. Yeah. I, I kind of think of myself as half in and half out. I spend a lot of time like researching or keeping up on some things, but to your point, it sometimes is too much. But I also see, I, I, for myself to an extent, and I see in some other people how it can really be used as fuel too. Yeah. No, I, I can see that. Absolutely. Um, but, but too I, much I, is too much. I look at myself over the, the last year, how much time I spent, you know, attached to the news that I just. I, I realized there were times when I was just doom scrolling. I was just looking for the next thing to, you know, bad thing to read about because I knew it'd be something. And I just yeah. got to find it. And then I'd find it. <laughs> and then I'd like, all right, that sucks. And then I'd go on to the next thing. Yeah. And I then I, you know, it's just being able to tell yourself when to take a break and, and do something that you enjoy, even if it's, you know, a passing moment for, for something that you can feel like you again and not like someone that's, you know, trying to find the, the negative it's, it's hard and it sucks, but especially when there's, you know, when you become aware that there's so much going on out there, that's worth looking into. And it's like, and the other thing I've always had was like, you can't, you know, uh, um, it's, we've, I know I've mentioned it before the empathic thing of like, you know, you can't, when you're comparing your problems to other people's problems and it's like, why am I upset with anything in my life when there are people that have it much worse? It's like, you can't do that to yourself. You can't be able to help other people. If you know, you, if you put yourself in that position where you're comparing your problems to someone else's like, yeah, you can do it to a certain degree, but you know, like, of course I don't have the same problems that, you know, when we watch those, the documentary of the people in Nigeria and shit, it's like, I don't have those problems. Right. It's like, be thankful for that. You know, that my problems are, you know, much easier, but, and, and then use that to be like, okay, well, what can, what can you do? What can you try to bring some kind of awareness or what can you think to even do? Yeah. And I, you know, as misinformed as half the shit I probably say is, that's why I do think there's some value in in discussing some of it too. Oh yeah, I definitely I would never claim to know everything on stuff, and that's the other one is I've learned to check myself on shit where it's like I don't know enough to <laughs> to make you know passable comments about whatever it is we're talking about. Like I'll say shit if it's thoughts that I've had and it's things that I've thought about and, and looked at, but it's like, if I don't have anything to input, then I'm not, I'm just not gonna. Yeah. And to, to that better point, than, better than spreading something false. Yeah. Like half the shit I say, 
I consider myself one of the smart stupids. I'm, uh, <laughs> relatively intelligent, but slightly brain damaged, so it's a 50-50. <laughs> I mean, I feel that, too. I, honestly, I don't mind it. It's okay. You have more fun than all the ways smart, and you make less mistakes than all the ways stupid. It's, <laughs> it's like the... It's balance. I mean, I, I'm probably smarter than most of this stuff. I mean, that thing's smarter than me, but it's got a battery in it, so that doesn't count. Dude, all right. Here's a more fun way to go. Uh, let's say Neuralink is working tomorrow. You could have a chip in your brain. There's no downsides, and you have uh, nearly instant access to all the internet in your own mind. Do you do it or not? Not get a chance to wait and see how it goes. It's a once in a lifetime thing. You take it or you don't. I know Fuck you're. It, why not? I knew you were going to say that. You crazy bastard. Yeah. I'm. Tempted. I mean, okay. So realistically, no, I probably wouldn't. But in this hypothetical situation, don't, I'll install it for you. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll drill a little hole. We'll, we'll, well then, super yeah. Glue if, you're, it in. if you're doing it, then if Doctor Professor Steven's going to do the hookup, then I. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Is this a little surgery? What's wrong with I'm, a little surgery? I'm, th- I'm thinking of Stevens. Uh, I'm thinking of your your uh, soon to be um, doctor's office, and it's a brick and mortar building, and it just says Doctor <laughs> Professor Steven across the top of it, and then underneath it, it's just in quotes. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. I kind of thought you would you would be. Uh, I know how you feel about uh, the future technology progress. I could see, given some safety standards or testing having been done, I could you would want to do it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the the thing I'd be scared about with the, at least with the information that you just gave me with, with that with that <laughs> elevator pitch <laughs> is that. <laughs> You're going to get the trash cash virus broadcasted into your brain where you're going to turn into a raccoon and eat trash all the time. I, my, the thing that I'd be worried about is, is losing humanity, is becoming, yeah. um, you know, Spock-like, or not Spock-like, like Data, you know, from fucking Star Trek. You wouldn't have to doom scroll, depending on what the settings you set. It would just be there. You would know. You'd have every stat... On every shooting, ever I'm and I, let's say you do have control over it to an extent. You could bl- filter different settings of what information you want or don't want, but it would be very hard. You can't unknow something as soon as you decide to look into a different subject matter. You'd know too much. It's the memory thing where no, like we're meant to forget some things because all the details of life would be too painful knowing everything that's on the internet or happening all the time it would be too much dude that would mean that two girls one cup would be playing on a loop and on a loop <laughs> i don't know about that but <laughs> i mean it would be, be good. it would be available too <laughs> yeah man there'd be it sure would God, the 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 porn addict stuff would get wild. Oh man! If you had a chip in your brain, people go crazy already. You wouldn't. Th- it, it wouldn't even have to be a thing about like, oh, they never leave home. It would be like they'd be at work doing it, right? Or or gambling, where yeah, your brain is hooked to your bank account, and you can gamble anytime, anywhere on anything on the internet. 
you're like, I'm going to gamble how fast I make it down these stairs for my lunch break. Like you could just be like charging your card, doing I always anything. Like, I always like the idea about Google Glass for shit like that. Like POV live stream shit. Like this is what it's like to, you know, be a barista. This is what it's like to, you mm-hmm. know, even simple shit like that, that I think would be kind of fun. Yeah. Well, the you know, VR stuff's getting, it's getting there, man. Put that shit on fucking Gordon Ramsay. Ooh. Imagine what cool. a what a, a week in his work life is like. They are doing it with certain um, super high level athletes to get that oh, yeah. VR experience of what it would be like to be a Michael Jordan or whatever. Now, would you do different gender stuff? I don't know what you mean by that. Like to I don't understand the question. <laughs> it was not very clear. To VR experience what it would be like to be a different gender or a totally different person or something. Oh, absolutely. Dude, it would be so cool. It would Just be insane. To- I mean, there's already that video of the girl that's like the um that walks around New York, the fucking harassment video where yeah. she's walking around New York and just that's yeah. Fucking brutal. That's a pretty brutal one. Um, God. I I feel like oh, man, that's just rough. It's fucking rough. Did you see there's a there's another version of that where she goes out and when they talk to her, she responds to him and like calls him out on shit and then they like it gets worse. They, no, they they a lot of the times they. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't in, in some of them, um, but a lot of the times they don't even know how to respond when she actually responds to them in the positive way. They Damn. lock up. Oh, I get what you mean. That's interesting. I, I I'm sure that's probably not that probably wasn't most of the interactions they had, but that was. Uh, there's a compilation of those. I thought that was interesting. I don't know. That could be most of the time how it goes because think of the level of insecurity it takes to 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 say something to a random person like that. Yeah. How how fucked in in your your social abilities you have to be to to do that. Yeah, and like what what do you think the the percentage of that as a useful tactic? Yeah, you can't you can't possibly be doing that expecting that you're going to get a positive response. No, no way. So when they do, how the fuck do you react? Yeah, I'm sure it'd be very disarming. Like, oh shit! <laughs> I had somebody today compliment me while I was at work, and I get it every now and then. Especially like, usually the number one thing is like, oh, I like your nails, and it's like, oh, thanks, I appreciate it, you know. I grew them um, myself. Yeah. <laughs> I usually say I, I, I painted them myself the other night. And now I'm fucking them up today. Um, and it's, but I had someone say something to me at work today and I, we were in such a rush. I really didn't have time to stop and talk to her, but uh, it was something along the, the lines of uh, if something like, Oh, I really dig your whole aesthetic. I really dig your whole thing. And I was like, thanks. That's, that's, that's huge. I, I, yeah, I appreciate that. You know, and um, I, complimented her earrings or something it's like because all though i could see from you know my point of view yeah and it was like that that threw me off like i didn't even say anything first and someone put something positive at me and i was like oh shit like i'm i don't know what to say to you right now <laughs> yeah I, i'm number one i'm in work mode two i don't know you three super not used to this 
Yeah, it always feels super weird. Even even when it is good, it's like, uh, especially after the last year, just less human interaction like that. Yeah. Every, everything feels a little strange still. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I've always had issues with, like, self-confidence about, like, my my image, I guess. Not, like, my image, but, like, my appearance. Yeah. Um, you know, weight shit, you know, you know, I've, I don't think I'm ugly, you know, no. but like, I've, I've always had little issues like that. I think most people do. That, even if they don't admit it, almost yeah. everyone does. Yeah. You know, and I definitely don't think I have it worse than, you know, a, a considerable amount of people, but because it's not something that really plagues me, but it's just something I don't usually think of in the positive light. Yeah. So getting that's cool. Um, yeah, it would be weird to feel super positive about how I look. Or like, I, I feel, I don't know if you feel that way. I, I think a lot of people would feel weird if they felt super confident about them, themselves in general. Yeah, I mean, I definitely have like really good days and I'm like, I look fucking good right now. Yeah, yeah. But then I get really weird. Like, I'm super not about, like, posting selfies. No. Like, I'm way... That's not... It feels so weird. I'm Even just taking taking pictures of myself at all feels weird. But, like, yeah. every picture that someone else takes of me is trash. It's a horrible picture. <laughs> you're like, please let me do it. If you're going to do it, let me yeah, do like, it. Yeah, like, let me do it, please. Yeah, like, I've taken I have taken fantastic pictures of myself. <laughs> and I just feel so weird about posting them. Posting them. Yeah, dude. Sarah, uh, the day of adopting the cat. Uh, and I don't, like, I, every once in a while I might ask her not to post something. But I, I don't care that much. But she also has a bunch of people from my past on her Facebook page mm. th- that I know see shit. And I, I'm not on anything as myself or as a personal account. Yeah. So... I don't always like that, like, a bunch of pictures of me are always going up. You know what I mean? But, like, she posted pictures the day we adopted uh, Grisha, my cat. And Those were good pictures. The first one, it looks like if someone from my past saw it, they would think I was hardcore relapsing. It was just one of those pictures. I didn't get that at all. I was half blinking. It looked like I'm just... (laughs) faded out at a cat place <laughs> i'm like like I, hell I'm yeah like, man it's fucking get these kitty cats man i was like could you at least have picked a better cover photo <laughs> she's funny it, they make her happy though and it's one of those things i never would want to take all the pictures and i definitely would never post them online but mm-hmm. it feels very meaningful to be able to go back and look at too so i i understand it 90% of the camera roll on my phone is pictures of like my cat or like weird, you know, shit that I've seen. And it's like, oh, I should take a picture of that. That's cool. Or that's funny. And then I mean to, you know, thinking like, oh, I should post this shit. And then I just don't. Yeah. If I don't do it in that moment, I just don't. It's gone. Um, that was- I'm better about it. Like when I'm bike riding or something, because it's like, I'm usually stopping somewhere to take a break anyways if i see something cool i'm just gonna take a, a break in a minute and like i'll i can post it then i think most of the pictures i have of myself on there are like after stopping at a bike ride or something on a bike ride or some shit yeah 
and they they feel good to look at. Yeah, I this is a kind of a weird one, but I uh, I used I all I carried a camera with me for like five years straight, and that's when I was doing some of the graffiti stuff, the the hearts on stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I also would just love to record random shit when I was faded. And then it would be like weird memories coming back later, like just a random clip at a party or a friend's house, just like out of context. It would just feel strange to re-experience later. Capture Um, the moment. Yeah. And I also got in the habit of just recording uh, specific drug use of myself. And then like, I forgot I did that for a while. And like- Two weeks ago, I found one of the videos, and I, I, my figured was like I never would record anything actually shady that would get me in trouble. Like if mm-hmm. a cop's on my hard drive, I, I'm already busted. Um, and it was just like me by myself, whatever. But it is a very weird thing to to re see something uh, that graphic and intense. That was a huge part of my life. That feels very. Uh, distant or non-important now. It's weird. It's weird how much your brain can shift and change. Yeah, that's uh, it sounds like it would suck. How so? I mean, maybe in a bittersweet way, but to um, to look at that, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure your perspective, I guess, on it, but it would be like. I don't know, maybe like a, in my head, I feel like it would be like a, even anytime I look at like old shit that I've done, it's like old artwork, even it's like a lesser form of myself. Yeah. It's like, I I wasn't, I wasn't me yet. And it's, you know, something you, you know, I'll probably still think, you know, in 30 years looking back at, you know, this shit, it's like, you know, it was a stepping stone kind of a thing or, you know, something that got me to this place. Yeah. It's a weird way to look at life as living for the future, but That's all there is. If you if you like I guess it's not really living for the future, it's still living in the now. Like this is me now, this is me. What I was is still part of me, but it was less of me. Yeah. Straight above and Charizard. Charizard style. Yeah. But for I know what you mean, like uh my liquid diary, all that stuff, like like I know you like that one, Sarah. Yeah. Really like like a lot of people close to me really like that, or even like it a lot more than what I'm doing now. Because that's so fucking brutal. It is, and I I still love it, but I don't I don't like revisiting it or mm-hmm. most of my old work because it it feels so upsetting, yeah. and in the same way, watching like myself. Uh, like self-harm or do something super destructive like the drugs and stuff it it definitely is upsetting because i see how upset i was but it also feels it feels different now because like i my brain still like feeds off of it there's a little excitement but it it doesn't feel satisfying it feels sad opposed to like that's what I should be doing. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. No, I, I do know what you mean. You can feel the change kind of thing, and it, it's odd. It's just really fucking weird. I don't, I'm in a weird place, man. It's it's way better, but it's weird. And that's that's part of why I love the culinary thing as much as I do. And I, I go back and forth on it because I feel like sometimes I get into a place where it's like I'm not learning anything anymore. Or I'm learning something, but it's like I've learned so much of this that I'm comfortable with what I know. And I can, I can teach, I'm teaching myself these things. Um, so it's like, but what else can I do? What else can I, or how can I then utilize this knowledge, uh, you know, apply it somewhere else? And I think that's really what I'm getting out of this current job is that I'm able to take so much knowledge from past experiences and give it to someone that doesn't have that, you know, and, and is willing to actually listen to it. Yeah. You know, where I can say like, Hey, I think we, you know, if we did this, this would work really well. And it's like, oh yeah, like, fuck yeah, let's give it a try. And, you know, shit like that, that it makes such a difference that, you know, I don't have to be necessarily doing something, you know, physically new. I'm having a new experience, at least from applying, you know, um, old, old information in a new way that it's, it still feels like growth. What you said about the the self teaching, uh, it really reminded me of the Giro style. Oh yeah, with with his sushi because I, if I remember correctly, part of it was like him and uh, the Yukioe, the the white dude doing the prints were like yeah he there there weren't masks yeah. Yeah, and they still could become masters themselves, but there wasn't someone to teach them. So it's like you need, for a long time, you need help, you need people to teach you. And then at a certain point, if you want true self-mastery, you have to teach yourself. You have to develop things on your own, yeah. It's like, learn from others, absolutely. Right. But But there's so much, there's only so much that you can learn from other people. There's so much experience that you need. I mean, that's like college and, you know, work experience. It's like you can go to college all you want, but until you actually do it for a while, you know, you're not a master of it. You know, that's what it would kill me when, I mean, I went to culinary school in Toronto after having both been to a different culinary school, like a technical school for a starting program. And then also having worked in the industry at a couple different places at that point. And so I'm getting you know, I'm with these kids in culinary school and they're like, you know, talking about opening a restaurant when they get out and, um, you know, being a chef. And it's like, yo, that ain't how that shit works. Like, you got to go stage somewhere for a while or you got to go, you know, get a job for a few years at least before you can start calling yourself shit. Number one. Number two, you need to, you know, before you open anything, you need to experience what it's like to work in one of these. This school is not teaching you that. This school is teaching you, you know, technical skills that you yeah. can use when you go to work at these places. And it makes you a valuable employee. When you can implement someone says, Hey, Julian, these onions for me, and you're like, Yes, chef, and you can just Julian. do it. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> can you Julian these for me? Somebody called Julian? Julian. A and little box glass full of drinks. I made three Trailer Park Boys references in this episode. I'm I'm very happy about it. I want to go back and start watching that shit again. I haven't done that in a while. Greasy, fucking yeah. greasy. 
I totally think the the moments when you can teach yourself are by far the most meaningful. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. So the, so the things that whether it's by mistake or on purpose, that's you know when you do something that sticks with yourself like that, that's huge. Dude, the the mistake as, aspect is huge in mm. art. Oh, you yeah. make a happy mistake with a color, a weird stroke, a different technique, a accidental layer property, and you're like, oh shit, that's what I need to do now. Hit the, the wrong, hit the wrong keyboard shortcut, and it's like, oh, actually, that's kind of dope. <laughs> yeah, uh, something I've I've told somebody that's close to me for a while now is that, and I feel like it's probably a platitude kind of thing, but I I really believe everything we need is inside of ourselves. Like learning from others, that doesn't mean it it's still important, but I feel like all all the things we ever will need in life we have the answers to already inside of ourselves and we just have to figure out what they are. I can, I can make sense of that too. I like that. I I always like the idea that, um, when you travel somewhere new, you find a piece of yourself there. I remember I hadn't heard anyone say that until you had, and that stuck with me a little bit too. I definitely recommend whether it's a school trip or, it's just, uh, you know, whatever excuse you can find to go, you know, fucking, you know, just across the state line or some other shit, like the fucking next town over that you never been to. Like I've lived in this area of Michigan for, you know, fucking five years and I've never been to Grand Rapids. And it's like, that's a, not even a four hour drive. Yeah. Like just I could just do that. Hell, even just park. like literally yeah literally just you know that's the i like riding my bike for that reason it's like i get lost in neighborhoods that i never been in and then i can like i'm really good with navigational shit so i can memorize my shit and find my way home and now i know that area yeah you know that's but you've you know learn things about yourself through processing what you're seeing with others you know in a new environment or uh you know a new setting especially if you can go international yo that's huge. I highly recommend that to anybody. And honestly, that's part of the reason I think I've been uh, following a lot of the stuff in China is because I really hate the idea of not being able to visit some of these beautiful places on Earth because of stupid political things. Yeah. That's such Truth. a bummer. I was driving home from somewhere the other day, and I, re- I just passed this random park that I pass all the time. And don't really go too often or at all. And I, or I thought not at all. And I just had a random memory of being there like five years ago. And I was with a friend, an old friend. And we were walking, we were just going on a walk. And like a thunderstorm rolled in. And we got stuck under one of those pavilions at a park for like three and a half hours during one of the worst downpours and lightning like struck very nearby and it was like super intense but we were just perfectly dry chilling and i just forgot about it altogether. and it was one of those things where it was like i found a weird part of me when i went there and i had even forgot about it but i didn't know that was you know it's not a thing you gotta find those places or whatever yeah you saying that made me think of the um the pavilion at um was it Eden Park? Is that the one by the art museum there? Yeah. 
I used to, I'd skip school a few times to go up to the art museum. The Mirror Lake or whatever. Yeah, I'd sit up there for a little while until it would seem like a regular time for a kid <laughs> to be out of school. And then I'd go <laughs> in the art museum and I would draw. Yeah. I'd pick up one of the chairs and I would draw. And that was a... Would you walk there or did you take a boat? I, oh, I drove. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's after I was able to drive. I always forget because um, I drove so late. Yeah, that was... Um, I didn't do it all the time, but, you know, if, especially if I had, like, boards coming up or something, I had to get some shit together for <laughs> for that. You just set up sketch at the art museum. Yeah, you know, and it would mostly just end up being doodles and shit in a sketchboard, in a sketchbook, but it was, you know, it was me time. Yeah. That was some, some introvert shit that I had to do for myself, and... And it fucking honest, was way better than going to school that day. I don't regret that shit at all. And you probably learned equal as much, if not more, in, yeah, a different, in different at, realms of yourself. At that point, probably more. Yeah. Because I was not in the mind of, in the, the mindset of learning shit at school. Yeah. Now, I will say, I don't, I really love that art museum, since any art museum, but I don't think most of the art is particularly good at all. I think no, they, same. they have some cool stuff. Most of it's nonsense or just old dumb shit. Uh, but even there's always cool stuff in any art museum, no matter how shitty, how high the shit percentage is, there's always something like it's, I've never left a, a museum and felt, like I wasted time. Right. Yeah. Agreed. There's always something you can find. Even if it's not even if it's one fucking thing. Yeah. You know, you had you had an experience because of that thing. Yeah, I agree. I've never I've also never had that never walked away from a, a museum. I mean, I was going to say feeling underwhelmed. I've definitely I felt underwhelmed before. Yeah, yeah. But I still got something out of it. Yeah. It's like part of that's also your expectations going in from other museums and shit. So, and learning what you hate is still very valuable too. What whether it's oh yeah, a, an oh, alt right yeah. Nazi form, a shitty art museum, uh, just a bad experience somewhere. Like all learning what you disagree with, why you don't like it, the things that. All that shit fucking matters a lot too. So I'd say you're a, a, a better person than me because, like the alt right shit, I the the not especially the Nazi shit, dude. I can't, I can't even, I can't even read that shit for that long, let alone you know try to play along and go undercover with it. I just, I can't. I try, I do try to read as many sides of things as I possibly can. But sometimes it just it makes me so angry, especially with journalism shit, because I can I understand English in the way that they word things, and it's not that they're saying something that's wrong; they're just saying in a con saying it in a context that makes it seem like it's something it's not, mm-hmm. and like that, and and that's on both sides, you know. Like, but that that makes me mad. I especially enjoy the debates. Like, um, I was listening to a guy. Uh, because you know most of the people right with uh viewpoints of hatred right most of them are often not intelligent mm-hmm. but 
but the ones who are most vocal often are very right not always but often um and sometimes there's super convincing charismatic and intelligent people that really know how to make a convincing argument even if all the information's bullshit right yeah i i find that incredibly fascinating and you're talking about lawyers basically basically i was listening to a guy debate eugenics with the point of view that all humans engage in eugenics uh just out of fact of existing and he was using that as like we all alter the gene pool through living and that was his fundamental building block on a debate to explain why his point of hate was valid Mm -hmm. and he was this dude was like a a science award guy like he had all these credentials worked at harvard at one point incredibly intelligent and his argument was surprisingly well crafted and to listen to someone have to like like having a trumper family member like that kind of shit you're at thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and they give some bullshit and it's easy to act explosively but to be able to have to be able to know how to calmly like rationally pick apart their bullshit is is fascinating to me and it's something i wish i could do a lot better mm-hmm. like working on this podcast is a form of improving her speech but i want to be better at understanding viewpoints i disagree with so i know how to disagree with them uh efficiently yeah no i i, I agree with that i'm i'm on the same because i'm not good at same it, but I'm, yeah same i'm trying to be it's like i I feel like I I want to I I feel like I naturally have a have a response of like wanting to understand all sides to a problem before I make a decision. I don't like to act rashly uh, or make decisions, you know, like that. But there are definitely some times where it's 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 hard to get past certain points with with people when it's like like based on a, a base level of something that I know that you think or I know that you agree with, I can't get past that to take your argument valid because I know it's like when you hear that someone doesn't believe in evolution, right? It's like, it's like saying you don't believe in tectonic plates. It's like, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't hire someone to be a geologist that doesn't, understand that doesn't believe in tectonic plates it's like if you don't believe in you know certain things it's like because of whatever or you don't understand that it's a valid theory for these reasons then i don't know how i can trust your your intellect anywhere else i can't trust your judgment right anywhere else kind of thing i I fully agree and i I feel very similar and I, but I think for better or worse, that's a very emotional response. Yeah. And I, I feel like one of my strengths is often, um, 
how either in touch or just generally emotional I can be as is like a, a strong suit in art or some forms of communication, different aspects of life, whatever relationships. But there is, I would like to be able to, or I guess I just really admire people who in a, in the war of ideas can react so passionless so they're able to better fight against yeah. the thought. I, I just find it interesting because yeah. I agree. If I hear someone say they don't believe abortion is ever acceptable because of their faith, I want to murder. Yeah, the, the I can't handle it. The because of my faith thing is that's that's inexcusable. That's that ends any conversation. I, I mean, I shouldn't say it ends any conversation. It just it stops being a legitimate conversation. Now here's After an interesting, that. interesting thing. So if someone was challenged, because I feel the exact same way. If somebody was challenging us, they would say, then you're obviously not that of an open-minded person. Right. Because, yeah. because yeah. you can't. Yeah. And to that point, I don't think I'm open-minded at all. I think that I am to the point of I'm open-minded to logical concepts. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you start to talk about fantasy shit, that's fine in that context. But when it starts, when you start coming up with falsehoods or, or having things and then, yeah, maybe I am, maybe I am closed minded in that way. When your I, fantasy starts affecting my reality. Yeah. I don't it, feel it, very it starts affecting everyone's reality. Yeah. Not just mine. But yours too, you know, that's that's when yeah, I, I become a little closed minded then. And it's 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 one thing, I guess, to have faith in a in a you know, like, well this is this is the way the world was made. And this is the this is the story I like. This is the you know, the having things that you think about uh um reasons for life and stuff like that. That's one thing. But when it starts to slow down the progression of the rest of us because of a, a moral compass that you've instilled right upon the rest of us, then that that's because of, you know, a, a holy book or whatever, or some shit that happened years ago. That's, that's not cool. Like even like, as far as I'm concerned, the fucking, um, you know, constitution and shit. There's so much of that. That's, it's not that it's wrong. It just needs to be looked at. It's everything. So much has changed since then. Yeah. Thanks that so. you can't, you can't just point out it and go, but, but this is the right way. It's like that was three hundred years ago, dog. Right. So the, the the amount of population change that's happened in the last hundred years alone is so far different than it's is so far expansive compared to what happened in the six hundred years prior to that. Right. So it, there's so much that needs to be looked at from a different perspective. I was uh, I was watching something. I don't even remember what it was, but it was a controversial point of view. And I heard somebody in the comments was like, hey, don't don't worry about those people 
that disagree and their disagreement was something very illogical. Let's say it was like a faith thing. Don't worry about those people who disagree with that um, because of their bullshit reasons. It's okay because they're just slowing us down, but we're still going to get there. Change is still happening. Progression. And I thought that is interesting, but my reply back was, when we move too slow, we die. Yeah. And I think I've, I feel strong in that way. If they're the more stagnant and less, like things have to change. The people that slow things down is where like the decay sets in. Everything rusts. Um, Sandbags. It's sandbags on your, on your feet when you're trying to, when you're trying not to drown. Right. And you're trying to get somewhere so that you can finally rest as a as a species too much dead and not fight each other and die for no reason yeah because my god doesn't look like your god even though it's the same god because my god's way shinier than yours my god (laughs) sent this message and you say that he he didn't send that message and i'm saying you're wrong (laughs) because it was written down by some asshole. Right. So I know it's true. Yeah, I don't believe in dinosaurs, but the Bible is word for word what God says. <laughs> now, I... We put them there to test our faith, Stephen. <laughs> the dinosaurs won. Uh, I would much rather be closed-minded and empathetic than open-minded. Yeah. Yeah, if that's what I have to choose from, I'd rather care about people's thoughts and feelings on a logical level than and, and say and I was say, less. yeah than say I was open-minded and good to open to every idea no I'm not open to every idea because not every idea is correct or valid yeah that's like hippie shit like, it's like it might be a fun thing to think about from like an artist from a like I said like a fantastical perspective some magical Mr. Mustafflu's bullshit. Right. You can write a D&D <laughs> campaign about it or something, but don't don't come at me acting like it's real, saying it's real because unless you have some some fucking evidence that you want to talk about. Yeah. Have you in like I said it's it's one thing I say it all the time about shit that like I think this is a cool theory. I think it's a cool idea. It's not but that it's I not, think it's I'm not saying it's fact. Right. It's fun. There's yeah, the the thought experiment is different than belief. Yeah, if you came up to me and was like, "I like the Bible because I think it's a cool ass story, and I think it'd be cool if it was real." Shit is wicked. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> yo, okay, cool. I can't even really argue with you about that. It's one of the the most evil books I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down, man. We split babies in half, dashing them on the rocks, killing right? everything, flooding the world. Shit. I'm going to read more Norse mythology. I don't like mythology of any kind. From the, I've only read a little bit of Norse mythology, but it's pretty brutal. I the, know it's brutal, but it's so cheesy. I mean, yeah. But I can't that's, get into but you it. Gotta, okay, well, I like it. I, I like, think it's I cool. like a lot of the, um, <laughs> I read a lot of Greek mythology shit when I was younger. I was See, really into Greek mythology. The stories are cool. I just don't like... Maybe it's just all the names. 
It feels unrelatable. There is, yeah, there's a lot of that. It's hard to keep track of shit. And there, it just feels, I don't know, too fantastical because of, I don't know, just how different it feels. I, I, like, I always like the stories themselves, though. Yeah. I like the I always like the idea of Greek mythology because for the most part, like the gods weren't good or bad. They right. were they just were, and they had their own reasons for for thinking certain ways or acting different ways, except Zeus, and Zeus was just an asshole. Absolutely. Yeah. Like there's so much where he was just a piece of shit. Um I mean, and that's fun. It's just a, you know, if you look at it like it is and it's just a book of stories and it's a many, many books of stories, then it's just, it's funny. It's character development in a weird way. Yeah, I always liked uh, Icarus. Oh, yeah, the Icarus one's good. Yeah. Um, I like the, the story of Achilles. Yeah. Uh, that was one of my favorites growing up, because I never understood. Um, I, was like, I found it by looking up what Achilles' heel meant. Right. And then I stumbled upon that. I was like, oh, this is way cooler than I thought it was. <laughs> I love when you find uh, those weird meanings from uh, the etymology of a word. Oh yeah, it's always fun. Find out the roots of like where the fucking where it came from and where it stems from, and completely, completely blows away. Like, oh, that's so wild that whoever decided that that was going to be the thing got it from that. But okay, cool. Right. I had something I was trying to remember. And that broken brain just... Is it something about mythology? It was mythology adjacent. I did always love, uh, in, in the new Mad Max, the the Tivalhalla and Chrome. I liked that a lot. I never watched that. Oh, shit, dude. You'd it's really, really like it. Right. Dude, it's outstanding. It is outstanding. You would love it. It's like Fast and Furious on bath salts. Way, <laughs> way more. It, you'll love it. it. Is that is a great description, honestly. I've actually I've never seen either one of the Mad Maxes, so I don't know. The old ones. That's just are, from the, that's what I get from the trailers. The old ones are fun, but uh, they're stupid. Uh, the book, the original book's great, but the the new movie's just fucking brutal. It's that's fun. All right, cool. Makes me want to drive a car fast and do math. Now, now that being said, I have decided that I'm going to start. I'm going to watch all the Fast and Furious movies. Oh my god! I dude. haven't seen any of them. Honestly, I have a special connection to them <laughs> because. All right. So, which which is your favorite? I don't know. I don't. Is that I, like asking you to pick a, a favorite child? I love them all the same. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> They're all now, my honestly, babies. I'm not sure. I wasn't expecting that at all from you. I thought you were going to rag on me for it. Oh no, I hate them. All right, it's one of those things. So it's okay. one of those. It's one of those Tony things. So like System of a Down. I, I would have liked System anyway, but System of a Down, Comedy Christ, uh, Fast and Furious. Um, what is the other one with the Highlander character? The Highlander. Is it? I can't remember. Yeah. That, there and, can be and, only one? Yeah. Any other Vin Diesel movie, whatever the fuck his name is, I have to watch it because, like, Tony was a real-life Vin Diesel character wannabe. He looked like a, a teenage Vin Diesel, and he wanted to be him. 
He wore all black, tank tops, shaved head, and was obsessed with all of his movies. You so, know, like, <laughs> I have know, to watch him. <laughs> you know what's funny is actually, I realized until this moment, I've never seen a picture of Tony before. I'll show you. I've, in my head, what I pictured, and I just realized why <laughs> I pictured this. You know, another white kid, brown hair, you know, wore fucking goofy goth kid in the suburb clothes. Yeah. And you know why I thought that is because the only other friend that I know from you is Sam. And I basically just pictured him like a different a Sam with a different face. A goth Sam. A Sam's, goth Sam with a different face, yeah. Because Sam's not very goth at all. He's gonna laugh when he hears this. <laughs> Sam I feel, never I feel quite like went goth. The only in the few times where I've actually got to hang out with Sam, I feel like his his attitude is goth. Dude, he's, he's one of very those- chill and he's just like I don't know, he just seems he's like super easy to get along with. He's one of those ultra goth non-goths. So ultra goth non-goth. <laughs> I heard somebody say that recently, like the most goth people I've ever met are goth at all. <laughs> I did that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know why I had. I. I mean, I guess I know why I had that in my head. I mean, you know, not even talking shit. The the Chronicles or Riddick movies are good. That was his favorite movie ever. I couldn't remember Chronicles or Riddick. I that's fucking t- love that shit. Pitch Black. Oh. That that's his favorite. Was well, Tony's favorite? Yeah. So I rewatch those every now and again. I don't enjoy them at all. Oh, I do. <laughs> I like those fucking movies. They're fun. They're cheesy. They're I mean, fun. yeah, of course they are. I like that though. That said, I would absolutely love to watch The Fast and Furious with you. That All would right, be a I'm blast. down. <laughs> Have you seen? Oh my god! Well, for, well let's forget. watch and we'll record it, and then five years from oh, now, god damn it, ten years from now, when we actually start making money on this, <laughs> we can put Have it on Patreon. <laughs> Have you seen? I forget his name. He has a big podcast on YouTube. His name's something Chad. Uh, PewDiePie. No, it's just a Chad something. But he, him and his friends reshot all of Fast and Furious 1 just on their cell phones, playing all of the parts. And it is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. No, I haven't seen that. Sounds we, funny, though. I'll, I'll find a link for you after this. It's on the same level of humor as R. Kelly's Trapped in the Closet. <laughs> it's I still haven't watched that either. You told me I need to watch oh, it. I still like, watched it. Dude, he does four-minute songs about a midget fucking his wife. Dude, it's a 33-part opera. Each song is like four minutes, and it's like a drama everybody's having the pastor has sex with his wife everybody's gay there's a midget like and it's it's insane i don't know how it's not bigger than it is i can't believe people were shocked when they found out that r kelly had problems oh it was so obvious for some (laughs) same with michael jackson it was just all excuse behavior that's that's what I was trying to remember earlier. So Vin hear, Diesel has excused behavior. <laughs> we let Vin Diesel become Vin Diesel. We never should have let it happen. <laughs> no, uh, you hear people all the time say the answer to like political or social problems is we need to be more tolerant, more accepting. Right? Mm-hmm. I disagree. 
we need more intolerance. Not of people's choices. We need more tolerance in like social ways, but political ways, we need far less tolerance. I so here's here's where I want I want to say this in this way, and I think this is what you mean, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I think tolerance should go to things that people don't have control over. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. So things that like, you know, your sexual orientation, you know, the um the your co- the color of your skin, you know. Maybe just who a person is in general because even things like uh body modification or things we choose to do like uh yeah. you know, sex changes whatever, like Tolerance to who a person is. Well, you could still say uh, sex changes. You know, is you, when you get that change, it's because right. you you're, know that's yeah. that's who you are. You you know, you go by a different you know gender than the one you're born with because that's that's what you identify with. That's who you are. I so, agree. Part part so of that still that's is something a choice, that they're born though. with. They're you can say that they're making the choice to live that way, but if that's the way that they are in their head. Then it's it's less of a choice. I, I'm I I feel like what I said may have came off different than I intended. Making the change is a choice, just because you literally have yeah. to go through yeah. a physical okay. yeah. transformation. Yeah. That's all I meant. Yeah, but that's fair. So maybe maybe the rules should be like tolerance for people, intolerance for ideas. Yeah, I can work with that. Yeah, I can work with that absolutely. To that rule, even the the Capitol riot is an example of people being intolerant, right? Yeah. And obviously, I disagree with what they did, but I also think, uh, like, living your beliefs, as stupid as those beliefs were, like, if that didn't happen, we may have had uh, less reason to get rid of Trump. We would have had, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the... I feel like I'm not explaining it well, but like I mean, more for, for tolerance ideas we disagree with, like not accepting our political people, these these people controlling our lives to allow to fuck us over, mm-hmm. I think is important. Well, I mean, he's yeah, going to be know. he's it's and and he's going to be reinstated in August apparently. So, oh god, I know I saw that. Yeah, there's a lot going on with that. He legitimately, if he lives long enough, he's going to be up for next election. Yeah, he, or if he's um, not in prison. You see the thing where they were like, "Oh, you, you'll see." He's he was never. He's always been the president. He's been president all along, and it's like, like all this, you know, all this shit that's going on that Biden's doing, and it's like, well, if he's been the president all along, then Biden isn't doing anything. He's doing it, and they're like, "Oh," <laughs> <laughs> unless he wasn't the president all along. Do you see they were and looking? He was on- voted out, and they're like, oh. <laughs> they, they, made it, s- they made it stupider than it should have been, but it was still funny. They thought so many voting ballots were fake and from China that they were microscopically testing them for bamboo. Yeah. <laughs> what in the fuck? See that shit? And then there's Italy Gate. They believe yeah. it. <laughs> it's like 20% of the country believes this shit, though. Yeah. Like, it's a I mean, big, you know it's what? A real as, problem. As, as far as I'm concerned, if there is, if there is, um, you know, evidence that supports 
the idea that the election was fraudulent and in you know on a on a on a scale that would change the outcome or change the effect absolutely research into it i want that information if it, if if true that's sure. big yeah sure you know so i'm i'm down for that but there's also there's it comes to a point where like you don't need to count the votes that this many times you don't need to recount this the same situation you know three times also why is there so much investigation going on into this and not about the events that happened to that led to an insurrection of the you know capitol building it's like that's the re the shit doesn't line up it's like you're willing to invest the time and energy into this even though we've already invested so much time and energy into this but not into this right. like there's too much that's telling about that that's I don't want to get conspiracy theorists on you, Stephen, but it sounds like a cover-up. <laughs> what we in the business like to call a, a cover-up. In the biz, it's a legal cover-up, though. That's the... It's not even a cover-up, it's just uh, corruption, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, don't look... But don't look over here, though. Yeah, that happened, but don't worry about it. So up next, are we going to do our twenty-part series on why this country? <laughs> Boy, I don't it's know if coming. I can keep it to one part, bro. I mean, we definitely can't. We got that's going to be a lot of research on that. I think, but it's something we're going to have to build up in the background while we do I, other shit. I think that would probably be smart, but I also think we could do it as more of a philosophy episode where it's very. Uh, very general. I feel like we don't need research. It's more of a, a feeling argument because uh, that's you know. true too. I I feel like I wanna I wanna be able to come not just with like this sucks. I wanna come with I wanna come with this so sucks and this is why and this is this is what how it should be instead. Yeah, and I'm it's hard it. to just say that without going like okay, well it should be like this instead, and this is the all the ramifications of that. Yeah. You know. That'll so. be interesting whenever we finally get to it. I think it'll take take some work, but I think that would be fun. Um It sucks, man. Like uh I always feel the most conflicted with it when people I know like have fought for this country or or like um adults in my life whom I respect a lot and it feels like what they fought for or their intentions of what they fought for are so different than uh, what people are tricked into today. Yeah. Or that still seems cynical, but I feel that way. There's uh, somebody on Instagram. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was called, what their page was. Something about the Jolly Ginger or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's a kind of a just a bigger dude with a beard. I guess he was. I think he you was, showed me him. Yeah, yeah. No, no, a different guy. I think. Okay. Not the redneck one. Um, different one. I might have sent something to you. But there was um a thing he just posted about, and it was a pride thing, and it was uh. Jesus, what was it? It's something about he—he he was a vet, and he this whole thing was like, you know, like the reason, like the thing that makes him happy about what he did as a vet 
was that he was fighting for people's human rights. So to say, you know, to try to use anything about the military to stomp on other people's human rights, you know, which they do with advertising and talking shit and whatever. But he, uh, he's like, that's, that, that's the kind of thing that makes him mad, you know? Like he he does that so that people can feel be comfortable in their country, you know, back home in the country, and they can have their their civil rights. And that's to to say anything about that against it. You can't use, you know, the the military for as an image for for hate like that. That's not what the military is supposed to stand for. Yeah, and kind of on the same line as that. I I never think. I never think it's the the individual persons, not never, but as a general thing. I don't think any soldier I've ever met has been an outstanding person. They were doing what they felt was right, and they may have done a lot of good stuff. It's more the the collective of it. Yeah, there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be shit in every bucket. There you know. <laughs> All these <laughs> poop buckets. <laughs> You know, there's going to be something in there that taints the taints the rest of it, and you know, in in a certain way, it's just to what degree and how much. And so, when are we going to buy a garbage dump and live there and build our podcast empire? Let's see what. Let's uh, work out something with Rumkey, and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll set up base. <laughs> Is it still Rumkey in Cincinnati? Oh yeah, it's it gotta smells be. They, so bad. They have boring. the empire, dude. That the whole, trash empire, <laughs> dude. It's so huge, miles and miles. All of Colerain when the wind blows, <laughs> dude. It's a real thing. The houses are way cheaper within a five mile radius. It's wild. They Man, get you just gotta to, invest in you know all that money that you're saving. You're invested in some uh, in some uh, Febreze. Yeah, it's some. Uh, carbon filters through every window and shit jesus <laughs> there's a there was a story of uh i think it started just a couple guys that they built uh their own island in international waters and tried to live that way for a while I and mean, it was like a weird social experiment that's that's lost right yeah well, well to a degree Lost I mean, they didn't have polar bears then. <laughs> do, do, do you have a final theory on Lost? I know we're like a decade behind, but... <laughs> I mean, I've seen it all. Right. So what do you mean? Well, there are a bunch of theories at the time. I, um... I liked... I didn't dislike the ending as much as everyone. I feel like also I, I watched it after knowing that like everyone hates the end. So I had it built up in my head about how much it's going to suck. But it's like, I forget what happened. We, do you want me to do law spoilers? Just give me the, the final wrap up. Everyone's dead. Yeah. Is it they're in a purgatory though? Yeah. It's like, but it's, I, it was unclear to me like how long they were. There's like time shifts right. back and forth. And I feel like it started then. Um, and it wasn't for everyone. Um, like when they get off, quote unquote, get off the island is when they're. Now, do you like movies that do that? Like the cliffhanger or open interpretation? 
It depends. I've seen it done Same. in a lot of ways that I really enjoy. I like something that's open to open to some interpretation, but I do want it to have some some meaning. Final, yeah, final yeah. conclusion. It's like yeah. I liked I liked the end of Shutter Island because, uh, you know, there's the you know, is it better to live as a to live as a monster or die as a innocent man or whatever the quote was something along that line and it was like there was at the time I watched it I got the wrong conclusion I was younger and I watched it when it came out and it was like I was under the impression that he was right and I realized that he's not that he was that he did do the things that they said he did but it could still be looked at in the the way that that was framed was like I don't know. I felt like it was still open enough that it was like make you question it a little bit. Dude, that's a great moment though when you re-experience something you've experienced before and your understanding of it changes, right? So like yeah, the second yeah. time you saw Shutter Island 3 years apart, it's a weird milestone of your mental changes. Yeah. Well, that I think so it was cool. also like three days later, but, but yes, yeah. also that changed a lot in those three days. I'm maturing. <laughs> I just, uh, I did recently watch, um, don't be a menace in South central when drinking your juice in the hood. And oh, I God. didn't have that many mental changes from that. Honestly, I think that's one of those ones I would enjoy a lot less. Oh as, man. As much as I love it. I think I don't think I can enjoy it the same way. I, I might, I'm an adult I might, now. Yeah, I might argue <laughs> that that might be a little true, but there's still like it's more probably more of the most quoted movies that I that I reference. Yeah, which it's not like I do it all the time, but like, it's like it's just fucking I got these cheeseburgers, man, <laughs> like that shit. Um, take me to jail, throw away the key. I ain't afraid to fuck a man. You're talking. (laughs) (laughs) Like any high school kid would be like, "What the fuck is that?" I used to, I used to go to uh, my busters at work and be like, "Hey man, you ever been in a shower with another man? (laughs) The suds run down the crack of his ass. (laughs) They quit the next day, and they're just like, What the fuck you talking about?' It's like, man, I'm just playing, dog. I'm just that's jokes, man." Oh my god. Dude, I used to I haven't done it in a while. I think I'm overdue. I used to reread uh Thus Spoke Zarathustra every like three years. And it was almost on a three year rotation. And I've got three readings in and I'm I need to do my fourth. And for the first three cycles, I would write in the book the entire time. And it's like covered. And I, I want to I wanna at this point I want to start with a fresh copy. See, see what's changed in my mind because the whole thing is just open to interpretation and that's what i enjoyed so much same with the fucking bible i haven't reread the bible in a while i don't, I don't think I've, I've never actually covered a cover with the bible it's exhausting yeah parts I've, of it are so good though yeah. it's just there's just whole chunks of uh very boring material. It's like Lord of the Rings. You know the sections of Lord of the Rings where they do like a poetry lore? Mm-hmm. And it's like five pages of <laughs> elvish song from the old days. 
there are just like psalms in the bible would be like 20 pages of like incomprehensible <laughs> nonsense we're like god get back to the killing of children might as well be the book of the law yeah oh my god dude i used to read all that shit so much now i couldn't make it through those now no fucking no. way no way just don't have the patience for it not at all not at all some of the it's stories fun. some of the stories are cool but boy howdy and all of Crowley was all sex oh, magic. And uh, that's, yeah, Crowley's just fucking bonkers shit. I know. I a, like a, a lot li- of- A literal madman. Yeah, yeah. It, he's one of those people as like a a concept is so brilliant and fun, mm-hmm. magical, but in reality, he's just total scumbag. He's a unicorn. It's like, it's 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 fun to, to, to know that he existed. Right. But- it's yeah, you can't good really celebrate him. <laughs> what? Good, he's gone. Yeah, good, he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> the world's There's better a- off without him. But it's- people do that with all kind, con- like the glorification of shit. Like even like, even like your serial best hero is still a piece of shit. Oh yeah. Sorry, um, say what you're saying. Like, even like serial killers and shit. That's yeah. One of those. It's like I'm <laughs> I'm all cool with like talking about serial killers and like you know, getting into the psychological part of it, but, like, I'm not going to be one of them motherfuckers that, like, go visit some and, like, tries to, like, learn their story and shit in jail and, it's, and like, tries to defend them and shit. It's like, that's weird. Like... I, I was that person for a long time. And I can't. I, it, yeah, I had to take a that. big step. I still love and am very, uh, very often learning more about them. Yeah, there's, there's a... There's a, a a wall that you can't breach though, where it's like, yeah, your brain's not supposed to know how theirs works. Your brain's not supposed mm-hmm. to comprehend exactly the inner workings of what's going on in there. There's there's you know subtle things that are, that are broken to a to, to a degree, or that they see things to a certain degree that you're just not gonna. I and that's not maybe not always true. But just like we were saying how everything we need could be inside of us, I feel like every version of ourselves, just like the infinite galaxy, right? There's an infinite amount of other versions just similar to ourselves. All all the realms of the possible versions of ourselves exist inside of us, and with enough empathy, we could feel all of those different versions of ourselves i i sincerely think i was not that far off from just murdering people like as a teenager i don't think i was that far away and i i just find it i just find it so interesting i think a lot of the people that are that into that stuff are uh rather rightly or wrongly feel that like spiritual attachment to the person and that's why it feels so fascinating because you're learning about those aspects of your own mind yeah i can i can see that which can be good as long as it's not an over glorification i mean i i want to counter I want to counter with a thing and not saying that you're not right with, with that statement, but I feel like also there are people that feel, um, spiritual connections to people they've never met 
or people that like celebrities is a right. thing. Um, look at uh, look at your boy. Um, uh, what the fuck was his name? The workout dude. Um, fat fucking Lenny. Fat fucking Lenny. With the one actress or whatever that he felt a spiritual connection with that he never yeah, met before. Or, um, you know, people do that with like pop stars and shit. They get like so into it and it's like they feel they feel like there's a, a real connection between them. And it's like, yo, they're just a content creator. Yeah, clearly that's an unhealthy yeah. level of it. Yeah. Yeah, for whatever reason, it's almost more acceptable for serial killers. Or it's like, you know, if a person does that with a celebrity, it's like, oh, that's fucking gross and weird. But if you do it with uh, serial killers, it's almost like a, a fad or cool yeah. or whatever. It's like it's one thing to be interested in understanding the psychology behind serial killers. It's another thing to try to emotionally connect with that. Now that we've established that. Yeah. Which serial killer do you identify with? <laughs> what, what's what's your serial ser- uh, serial killer Sona? Yeah. Um. Which what, what you got, boy? Um. I mean, I always feel like I mean Gacy's my go-to. No, not Gacy. Sorry, sorry. Gein. Gein is my go-to. He only got one kill. I know, kills. but he was an artist. He was an artist. I don't um, know if he was a good one, but his heart was in it. And their heart. And their bones and their skin. Yes. Um, I mean, that's that's my natural reflex is to say Gein. Um, mm. Well, I'm going to take the moral high ground here and say I don't relate to any of them. Right? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Steven. <laughs> Put me in that. I super know that's not true. <laughs> I know. That's funny. I heard a... I got to think. I'm I'm most sympathetic to Dahmer because he was so mentally ill. Yeah. I think the mentally ill ones, the ones I can relate to a little less because they're so, uh, like, actually fucked up. Like, Dahmer compared to Bundy. Um, or Bundy was just a dickhead. Right. Yeah. Comparatively, obviously, yeah. there's a lot going on. Yeah. But comparatively, Dahmer was a lot less in control of what he did. And I find that more empathetic. Obviously, both garbage. Right. It's fun. So you didn't answer the question. I think I'm going with Dahmer. Okay. I have other favorites, but I ha- I just said I had favorites. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Son of, a, son of a bitch. I mean, me and Richard Ramirez have the same first name, so. See, I really liked Ramirez until, now I understand it was the 70s, 80s, whatever, but he was the metalhead, satanic guy, right? Yeah. His music's ACDC. That's jock rock. I can't do it. That's jock rock. <laughs> That's jock rock, bro. I can't. I can't hit with ACDC. There's no way I can love a satanic serial killer if their favorite music is ACDC. Nope. I mean, can't yeah, fair. Won't do it. <laughs> there's, there's a uh, somebody at the uh, farmers market where I work. He's one of the, uh, you know, staff that works there and cleans up the place and gets it ready for the weekend or whatever. And I'm and they're doing like prep work and shit. Um, while I'm there, he has like a radio playing 
music, uh, and it's like through the radio, the radio station with commercials and the whole thing. Like who who listens to the radio nowadays when you have your phone that has commercial free music for free? Um, so I uh, that said, it sucks on the internet more than ever right now. I guess it's not free. I I do pay for. There's nothing. A music service. I pay for Amazon for music. And they still suck. I mean, they don't have ads. But it sucks. I don't think so. I think it's a good service. Amazon music? Yeah. Amazon one doesn't suck. There's fucking everything's there. I haven't gotten into Amazon. It's a good it's a good service. You can make playlists. The the (laughs) the app user face on the phone isn't the most friendly. See, but I bet a lot of the stuff I I like is not on there. That's probably true. Um. Anyways, he listens to he listens to the radio, and it's okay. like so many of the things. Like, I like some of the music done by some of these bands on the radio, but I've heard the same songs by these same artists on the radio my entire life. Right. And it's not like it's nothing new. It's all like classic rock shit, and I just I can't do it. I can't. I hate it so much. It's like I don't mind some ACDC every now and then, but I can't listen to Back in Black. I cannot listen to Highway to Hell. I cannot listen to even like Thunderstruck. Can't do it. I just it's it's all it's the same fucking songs that they play all the time, and I just can't do it. Even like Leonard Skinner. There are a few Leonard Skinner songs I really like. There's a couple. You know, fucking. But you, it's because you're never going to hear the one. You're not going to hear um, um, Curtis uh, Curtis Lowe. You're never going to hear that on the fucking radio. Or, or they do. I've never heard it on the radio. I can't get through a single ACD song, though. I mean, that's fair. I'm not saying ACDC is amazing. I, I get what you mean, though. Like, even like a, like a Radiohead uh, freak or whatever, like songs that I do like, right? Yeah. I don't want to hear it over and over yeah. on the radio. Yeah. No fucking way. The um, ruin it. The fucking anyways that that came up and I don't know what exactly led it to me, to, but like Sweet Home Sweet Home Alabama was the song I was thinking of. And it's like nope. if I it, it makes me want to murder someone when I hear that song now. And the it makes me want to bomb firebomb and, the whole state of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse is the. Um, the kid rock song where he used the tune of Sweet Home Alabama as the <laughs> as the thing and it became it was a social you know success and they play it on rock stations and country stations and shit. Um but there's an event that I went for work today and it was like a big kind of employee party for this gigantic co- corporation and you know thousands of people there. And sure. we're in the food truck and we're jamming. Uh, there's a, but they have a, a DJ and he, the DJ was like right outside of our fucking truck and playing so much of the music fucking sucked. And a lot of it was like newer shit or like, you know, that he put remixes on or whatever. And some of it was like, you know, like, like 2000s, like hip hop jams like that's I, that's you know playing old out, outcast shit like i fuck with it that's cool but then it will go from that into like some trash right and then like but one of the songs he finished on was that fucking kid rock song 
Mm. And I just, I wanted, you know, like I'm at the end of like a, this long (laughs) shift where I've been like crushing it for hours. And I don't dig a bug. It would have been better if it was that because I haven't heard ball with a ball in fucking over 10 years. (laughs) I just got Rob Zombie and (laughs) what is it? (laughs) What about Rob Zombie? Oh. I just it made me think of the Rob Zombie sounds he makes. What the, I it, can't remember what song. But it's it's fucking it's like it just it I realized in that moment like I wanted I I openly would have gone over it and like just unplugged his shit. Just snip the cord. It the just, I was so prepared to just like, hey, can we like I'll give somebody free food if they'll go knock his shit over. Like just <laughs> this like break his fucking equipment. It's like in high school, uh, in our art class, I cut the the art teacher's projector <laughs> cords. It took them took them months to figure out what happened. Oh god damn! Well, dude, I think this is a hell of a lead up for our uh, music feature. Yep, <laughs> that's it. If you like yeah. Sweet Home Alabama, you can just throw. <laughs> Well, well, you speak, can you can throw your computer in the trash. Right. Well, we you know there's so much bad music. It's important to support the independent musicians who are trying to come up. Um, is there anything else you want to cover before we roll on out of here? No, I'm good. I should probably close my mouth for the rest of the night. <laughs> I've, I've talked enough trash today. Yeah, we got pretty wild. This is fun, man. Yeah, this is a good one. Oh yeah. Um, any dishonors or advice? Um, don't listen to the radio. Yeah, throw away your television, break the radio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, thank you to Approaching Music. <laughs> approaching Music. Thank you to Approaching Human for the use of his music. You can find his work on SoundCloud at Approaching Human. Thank you, John. Make sure to check out the show page at Trash Cats Trash Cast on Instagram for news and art from the show. Uh, and also check out our Reddit at TrashCatsXTrashCast. There's nothing up there, really, but we're, yeah, uh, hurry. we're probably going to be building that up as we go. And uh, we'd love for you to be along for the ride. Yeah, you better. You don't sleep on it because you could be the first one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm the first one. <laughs> there we go. You can be number two. We're also on Facebook. You'll find us. Uh, if you're bored, you can check out. Uh, my trash yard on Instagram at skyzix s k y z i c x. I'm about to put some new stuff up there. Um, tune in next. We haven't even figured this out yet. This will be fun. Yeah. We're gonna talk. We got some cool art stuff coming up next. Uh, for our next episode. Um, that's gonna be all for us today. Stay classy. Eat trashy. Go fast. Eat trash. And here we're gonna exit on the track "Dirty Water" by my homie Brandon Isaac. Come around here and let me have a look at you. My goodness, look at you. You turned out all right, didn't you? How do you feel? I, uh... I know you're not sleeping. We'll get to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dirty, 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 dirty water. Polluted mind, polluted mind. Alone and crowded, a chair on a mountain My sky's red, my hands are green Yellow palms, dirty trees Faded jerseys, empty
empty labs Found death on the table, next to his book bag Dirty reflections and cracked mirrors I'm ugly today, tomorrow I'm the picture What you see, deep in those eyes Take your time, the paint still wet from the bloodshot eyes Slip the throat of ego, I see death all the time Fears a flop, that's a million dollar fine uh. Dirty water, polluted mind Pour the picture in your mind Bright lights in the skyline A starry night Paint a picture of a gaze Across the bridge Alone and crowded My friends think I'm spacey I'm just scenic routing Watching demons pouting Thinking about the genius Can't believe I found them I wish niggas still had their own water fountains We can't drink with everybody uh. We can't drink with everybody uh. We can't drink with everybody We can't drink with everybody Don't